0: Hello, BBT. Uh, welcome, everyone. We are at episode number three of After Hours with Traders. The feedback has been positive. I'm so glad everyone's enjoying this segment. And today we have some really, really special guests. We have our commander in chief, Andrew. Welcome. Welcome yeah. in the house. We have Mr. Brian with his Mexico tan. And in the Zoom, we have Jared with us, our crypto specialist. <laughs> <laughs> welcome, welcome gentlemen. How are you guys doing?
1: Good, thank Great. you. I'm excited. Yeah, there you, you did the first one with Brian, I missed and uh, no I'm 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 happy to be here and I love to come every week for them. Yeah.
0: That's amazing. Around. Yeah.
2: Good. Looking forward to our third uh, episode. This will be great.
0: Brian, how's your socks looking this time?
2: You see, I've got... These are my (laughs) my sushi socks. So hopefully everyone's enjoying those. (laughs) We got so many positive uh, comments about your socks. uh,
0: uh, Something about my shirt as well. It'll be be awesome. Uh, I would love to hear. Before we start talking about business, Andrew, how was your trip? 110 kilometers. What is going on?
1: Yeah, that was nice. Well, trail running is definitely one of my... uh, passions uh, you know beside mountaineering so i was in cape verde which is uh, there was a bunch of islands in western africa in atlantic uh there was a trail running race 110 kilometers in three days which would be about 70 miles in three days and i did it there was there was 22 uh runners and only six actually finished all three and, you and i was and i was the last one the sixth wow. one who mm-hmm. finished it. But it was really fun and uh, it was just, I pushed my limits really. I finished all three stages, total 20, 20 hours. The first one he did it in 10 hours. Wow! Oh. So the first person, uh, Tom Owens, he was from Scotland. Wow. And that shows how human body is really capable, capable of You know, of, you yeah. can just go there in that heat and that uh, it's very technical train, they were just running up. And it actually inspired me, you know, the, the Tom, I met him, he's 40 years old. Wow. Uh, you know, he's older than me and it's so fit and going wow. up. And you know, it was amazing. And I highly recommend uh, people to try it, especially I know Peter, for example, he said he wants to get into that. If any members from the community want to run, trade running is really nice. Go sign up to these amateur runs like me. They have different, uh, you know, distances five kilometers, five, 10 miles, 15. You don't have to go, just go to 100 miles. And the good thing about it is when you go there, Um, you know people cheering for you they usually have the best trail marked and there are rest stations they give you food water watermelon whatever it's really fun to do it. it's a really really good way into that and it's just a very nice community that people really uh, support each other yeah I had maybe we should
0: host one BBT running
1: yeah (laughs) I mean definitely I mean there's so many things we can do but I love to have some traders uh, coming and running with us I mean we were uh, thinking of doing one this year, which got canceled. But yeah, maybe next year I announce which one I want to go. And if, if there's any runner who wants to come, we we'll would love to come and you know, yeah. we we'll run different distances.
0: Yeah, I think one of the things that really attract a lot of people, maybe to you as well, is, is that perseverance. Because I think it also reflects in trading, right? The running, there's so much uh, similarities. Yeah. When you do extreme sports, whether it's trail running, marathon running, and trading, yeah. right? Like, you're in some bad positions, it's all mental game, it's, right? It's
1: all it's it's all the mental game because I was really thinking of not doing the third day. And even the organizers came in after the second day and said, Hey, do you are you <laughs> sure you wanna do it? Because they were they're also responsible, they don't wanna, you know, they're send elf. someone. Yeah. But people told me the the other participants, yeah, come on, you can do it. Don't you know, don't give He'll up. Give up yeah. It's all the mental game here. Yeah. You know, yeah. my body could handle it. Uh, it's just all the mental game. It's like climbing the Everest. I wanna I'm, maybe next year I tr- try it. I know my buddy can do it. The the oldest person who climbed Everest was eighty two years yeah, old, the Japanese. Yeah, yeah but 20, it's just the mind yeah. that is your mind telling you to stop, don't do it, go.
0: Wow. Inspiring man. Yeah. That's amazing. Yeah. And I know members members love it. In the other side of the extremes, we had Brian <laughs> sitting <laughs> well, at the beach. I, yeah.
2: No, I had my own challenges. You know, uh, there was—I uh, <laughs> was in Mexico. It was a friend of mine uh, getting married. It was an Indian wedding, so there. Anybody who's been to an uh, Indian wedding knows there's lots of partying and you know and I, I had uh, I was I'd been training for many years to stay up with all these young people late <laughs> at night and drinking and <laughs> yeah, yeah, it was right. a real challenge <laughs> <you know? laughs> and I wanted to go to bed but they kept saying no go you can do it yeah. Have had another some really, shot. really great too yeah. From Mexico. yeah, <laughs> so, in Mexico, yeah. <laughs> so in Mexico yeah so it was lot you know it was lots of fun and uh, yeah That's nice awesome. to nice to get to out of the rain and into some sunshine so
0: both of you guys were really missed Jared I know you missed the Vancouver meetup Brian you had to yeah. go to the uh, yep. You guys were absolutely missed, we had a blast. But let's get into it, lots of stuff to cover. Yep. Uh, what a week. We had the Fed's uh, uh, you know, talk happening, uh, Jerome Powell. Uh, initially, the bond market was seeing two rate hikes, but we saw a possibility of three rate hikes. Yep. Market rallied, which was surprising, and then gave all of that back. So let's get to you, you guys, you guys are the pros. Brian, what do you see uh, out, of the, out of this, out well, of this move?
2: I, I think that um, you know that there was uh, there was a lot of anticipation, obviously, going into this uh, meeting with the Fed. You could kind of see it in the, the first two days. The markets were a little bit um, unsettled, but they were you know just sort of trading along, waiting to hear what uh, what the Fed would say. So when we when we did finally, you know, the, the minutes were released and the, and Powell started talking. I think there was just sort of a relief rally, you know, okay, they're going to, we know they're going to tighten, they're going to tighten. They were a little bit more hawkish than uh, than I think the market really had anticipated. But uh, I think they, you know, a lot of people saw that as a positive, say, thinking that, you know, economies are recovering, so that they can, you know, they have latitude or room to to um, to tighten more. So yeah, so we had a nice rally. And I think it kind of fed on itself when people started seeing it rallying. Other people jumped in and said, oh, good news. We're off and running back, back to new world. highs. Yeah. yeah. And then, of course, next day we gapped up and sold off. So it was, it's been a volatile week and it's been it's yeah. been a really good week for trading. Yeah. yeah. As as traders, we've we've had a, this volatility has been great.
0: Jay, what do you think? Well, how do you read this uh, stuff that is happening with the Fed? What's your kind of prediction of next week?
3: Yeah, I think the hawkish dance with the accelerated taper, um, the purchase program basically kind of uh, reducing significantly next year. I see a lot of continued volatility. I think we're heading into a state where that's not really going to subside the same way as we were kind of climbing in our bullish trend. And I also see a lot of really aggressive sector rotation as we get new information. We we kind of saw it this week, you saw like the defensive sectors really catch a bid and you know, spotting it early, sort of jumping on board, and then realizing that it could turn on a dime as soon as the market just decides, hey, it's no defensive anymore, but still equity, still want to find high growth, risk on, maybe inflationary at some point, still looking to see sort of where the, the money is going at this point.
0: Yeah, we're all anticipating, right? We're as traders. That's our job, right? Number one job is anticipating. Andrew, what do you think? Any thoughts? I'm,
1: I'm bullish in the market. I think it's going to go <laughs> oh, up. We know you're my, bullish. My position is telling you that I'm I'm bullish. I know Peter and Jared are a little bit uh, bearish, and but uh, I'm I'm very bullish in the market. <laughs> <laughs> Just a little bit,
0: yeah. I know. Yeah, you know. I whenever I hear people on Twitter being bearish and they're like, "Oh, market's overvalued," and I agree with you, it's overvalued. Well, where would I park my money? You're a pension fund. You're a long-duration fund. Where would you park your money beside equities? They can't answer that. If you tell me a place that would yield me 8 nine, ten 9%, 10%, 11%, and the government's not going to default, you know, yeah, you could get it in uh, some countries, their bond. But uh, anyway, it's wait and see game, right, going into yeah. next
2: week. Yeah, I think you've made, you made a good point, um, you know, with inflation running fairly hot and, the Fed seeing inflation continuing well into 2022. I mean, if you put your money in a um, in a bond, you you know you might be making one and a half percent, and inflation's running at four four and a half percent. You're real, you're, 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 you're basically losing money yeah. um, after inflation. So uh, so yeah, it's it's a bit of a TINA with the, the um, no, no there isn't a, a no any alternative to exactly. you for where to put your money now. So. So I think that's certainly supporting the market and supporting some of these high valuations. Yeah.
0: Yeah. So if you watched our show, you know, first we discuss the market and the second thing we do is we jump into Twitter because Twitter in the finance world is a wild place. So let's start. This week, Time Magazine named Elon Musk. I know Andrew's favorite hero, (laughs) Elon Musk, person of the year. There's a lot to unpack here, but I would love to hear you guys' perspective. Andrew, what do you think of Elon becoming the person of the year?
1: Well, first of all, the person time for person of the year doesn't necessarily, is, an, is not an endorsement. Like Hitler was the person of the year in 1938, <laughs> or Stalin was the 1939 person of the year. But overall, I'm, I'm not a big fan of Elon Musk, just because I don't like his personality. But that doesn't mean that he's not a great and amazing entrepreneur, and uh, He's, he's the richest person in the world, and he's definitely passionate toward working at one of the biggest challenges that we have, which is climate change. Uh, and definitely the richest person in this planet should be someone who is tackling one of the biggest challenges that human has ever faced. But he's not the only person who has been pushing this. You know, there has been so many companies working on electric cars before Elon Musk. And Elon Musk, was saved by DOE loan during Obama administration. Now he's the same person who's going trolling Democrats and th- insulting them on Twitter, which I don't <laughs> like. I personally don't like that. We're going to get to those. He, should, sure. he should remember that uh, you know, he, was the, he was saved. His company was saved by that $400 million DOE loan. And you got to stay a little bit humble. Plus, I wasn't really a big fan of what he did on the Dogecoin you know, just, you know, pumping at cryptocurrency or some manipulating with the stock market. He's not doing that anymore because the SEC fined him, but now he's doing it with thing. But uh, overall, I respect him as, of course, I, who am I not to respect him? He's, a, he's an amazing entrepreneur, but it, what about the people who created vaccine? The front line workers, you know, COVID heroes. I, I don't know if, you know, he's the person, the most respectable person right now. That's my
2: opinion. Yeah, I, th- uh, I think. Yeah, you you mentioned. I mean, the, the the word you wouldn't attach to Elon Musk is humble. You know, he's he's definitely not a humble guy. But you know, I guess he, <laughs> to be so. an yeah to be an entrepreneur, I mean, you have to be a little bit brash. You have to you certainly have to take risks, and and he's done that. And and I'm in the same camp as you, uh, Andrew. I don't. I mean, I. I can't say that I admire him, but I certainly admire his work ethic, his uh, ingenuity, and, and the things that he's accomplished. Definitely, but uh, yeah. So there's some other things that are a little bit dodgy. Let's say <laughs> <laughs> dodgy. <laughs> to no, use the
0: no pun, pun intended. No. no. <laughs> Jai, what do you think? Uh, I'm sure you're keeping up with the with the news. Of yeah, the,
3: uh, yeah. I'm, I'm kind of in the same camp. I I certainly see the influence that he has. It's a um, almost a binary one-to-one with a lot of effects that he's mentioned or just tweeted about. main thing I'm looking at is just kind of seeing what's his next move. Now as he kind of shifts from project to project, is his next big thing going to be something that the market is going to really like and respond to? Um, Is it going to be sort of that, you know, sell the news event once again? and hopefully just the stability of the richest person in the world uh, in regards to what he's saying, you know, that, that would be a nice sort of smoothing factor for the personality side. Because it, it truly is sort of the, the business person, Elon, and then the personality, Elon. Kind of separating those two. And,
0: trying to deal with them 100 i really like what you said there is like trying to find out what's what the next thing is and for us as traders that's all that's what it's all about right finding the next opportunity and i mean god bless elon because i know brian you've been selling puts on tesla and same (laughs) with me i i sold two puts on tesla today and says when tesla uh, took off and uh, he's been he's been giving. He's made a lot of people millionaires. Yeah. Oh, yeah he's he's cool. made a lot of people broke, but he's also <laughs> helped a lot of people yeah. uh, become rich. I wanted to get into uh, his Twitter feud with both Bernie Sanders and Elizabeth Warren. That was that was funny. We're gonna put a screenshot uh, of the tweets and the replies. They were they were hilarious. He's he's, he's he has no He also fear. did
1: uh, one with uh, I think the senator of Oregon. I don't remember his name. That. When he said something about taxing the rich, he said, why your profile picture looks like someone who just came. Uh, <laughs> that yeah. was... Uh,
2: <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I didn't want to take it there, but yeah. <laughs> yeah.
0: Oh. Uh,
1: anyways, yeah. yeah. It's, it's,
0: yeah, it's, it's definitely crazy. There's, there's this element, there's, there's been research done on, mag, um, I, I don't know if it was Time Magazine, but definitely the Economist. Whenever something comes on the cover, it usually marks the top, and, mm. and then they've done it. And Tesla been selling off for the past week. So is, are we at the top of the Tesla? Is, is Tesla days over? Who knows?
1: What does, uh, Jared, what do you think about evaluation of Tesla? Do you think its current evaluation is reasonable as a car company? I'm sure it's not. But what, what, what do you, what's your thoughts on uh, Tesla evaluation?
3: So here's that, uh, that dreaded F word and the fundamentals coming
1: in. <laughs> I, I specifically said no F words.
0: I'm sorry, everyone.
3: <laughs> um, I, I think now with a lot more competition coming into the space, which is really the sort of theme of Tesla, kind of allowing their patents to be open source. And a lot of companies, like you said, in the EV space prior to Tesla, just Tesla having the notoriety, there's going to be that high competition. And eventually, I think it will sort of smooth itself out with Tesla's valuation probably coming back down. It's one of those weird situations where just because I think it can come down, I would almost never short Tesla. It's too challenging. Um, You've got to wait for those signals. And, and kind of like what we saw with the um, potential for maybe selling some shares from Elon, it actually did mark a relative top. You know it, we saw those big drawdowns and the liquidity kind of dry up to the to the top side. So it's it's worth paying attention to. With regards to the valuation, I think the company would need to have other business vectors, you know, other sources of revenue, and just sort of bringing in the valuation a little bit more prospectively. Uh,
0: That's true. Yeah, I mean. Uh, you know we talked about it Brian remember in the first episode we said there's two bubbles There's the structural bubbles and mm-hmm. fundamental bubbles. You never want to Short the fundamental bubbles because they could stay irrational for a really long time since yeah. uh, Speaking of the markets, let's go to the other side of the market. There were some hearings about crypto What's going on in the crypto market? Bitcoin's uh, having a rough week Jared. What's happening? You know uh, your name uh, is now anonymous <laughs> with, <laughs> with
2: Bitcoin So you're the Bitcoin uh, manager.
3: So if, if I'm just looking at technical structure here, I'm, I'm looking at a market that's fairly defensive in regards to sort of the next phase of bullish, bearish, or neutral. When I look at the Bitcoin technicals and the response at 42,000, it's a very key inflection point for the market. And when I see those inflections hold in the way that they do, I often just think that it's a pause, it's a defense, and ultimately, if bigger money wants to reaccumulate there, we should start to see it in regards to that sort of trading range that forms thereafter. It's the same idea as when we came down in early May, down to the 30,000s. We actually defended another key level on the bullish uptrend and that uh, that basically marked a low that brought us to new all-time highs, albeit a little bit of lack of follow-through up there. So one thing I'm I'm paying close attention to is just the overall market dominance of Bitcoin relative to the crypto space, and also just the general market cap of crypto assets as a whole, because that really shows whether there's still an inflow of capital, maybe just not in that particular asset. Know other tokens, other projects, and really just kind of the focus has shifted a little bit for the short term.
2: Yeah, you had uh, you had mentioned earlier that um, that Ethereum seems to be hanging in a little bit better than Bitcoin right now. Maybe right. are there other are there other coins that are um, showing
3: a little bit more stability
2: that you can think of or.
3: So um, as far as like some up and coming projects, there's a lot of talk right now about Avalanche, which sort of garnished its way into the top ten recently. Um, it's one of those projects where the um, the speed and efficiency of it sort of rivals Ethereum. App developers can build smart contracts on that particular blockchain, and you know the performance is better, the gas fees are much better, et cetera, et cetera. Everybody's sort of looking for the Ethereum killer out there, I think it's been quite a challenge for those projects to hold long term. But anytime someone comes in with the metrics and you get some adoption early on, that certainly becomes a front runner. Um, A lot of people really liked DOT. Uh, There was sort of that parachain uh, hype and the catalyst of that event. Um, that has died down with a lot of the altcoins coming off the highs. And then really just adoption across some of the other uh, project spaces. I, th- I think it's been a little lackluster recently. Um, and, and really, you know, I'm, I'm kind of looking to see what some of the big players are going to start doing. You know, the, the Facebook slash meta platforms now, you know, how are they going to affect that market?
0: So funny, as Jared said, avalanche. I hear some of our programmers are working in the background started searching the <laughs> uh, keyboard all of, is of a sudden. Yeah. I'm, I'm telling you, people are yeah, yeah. going to buy. Andrew, you're on the other side of the spectrum. What do you think? Well, how are you reading this uh, Bitcoin
1: market? I was never really a big fan of uh, crypto. And um, I've never invested in, in, in anything in uh, crypto. You know, unlike uh, Brian, who was one of the early buyers <laughs> yeah. of Bitcoin, it wasn't early enough. But you know, <laughs> no. I, you know, I
2: remember uh, it was funny. My son, my son, told me about it when it was at, but he said, "Don't." I think it's too late. You know, it's already at twenty dollars. So he said, "It's already run from you know pennies to twenty dollars, so it's too late to get in." Of course, I you know, and then I ended up finally relinquishing and getting in at. I think I got in at the first surge around a thousand when oh, it was up around wow. 800 $900. and 900 it And then after that, I think it went up another couple hundred bucks and then it dropped back and I held it for a year. Kind of actually forgot about it because it went back down to 400 $500. And then all of a sudden I started seeing it in the news again. It was back up to break even. And I'm thinking, oh good. I'm, I'm flat. <laughs> I remember. You know. I
1: remember when you told me the story of buying and You went into a back yeah. alley with a guy. Oh my God. say that, that story. I oh, see. Yes. Yeah, in those times, it wasn't like <laughs> you, that. Yeah.
2: You know. it <laughs> was crazy. Uh, you know, I went uh, the, went to a coffee shop where the, um, this coffee shop in downtown Vancouver, which is where they were <laughs> this off back office. They were selling Bitcoin, and they had like a crypto uh, ATM, and uh, and it, it was broken. <laughs> so so, a guy took me outside, and you know, and I, I'm handing out my money. And, <laughs> that is hilarious. And he's got my phone, and he's saying, okay, I've put, you know, Bitcoin in your wallet. <laughs> and I'm going, okay. <laughs> <All right>. okay. <laughs> That's so funny. <laughs> that was dodgy. <laughs> it,
0: it, every time we do these interviews, one gem comes out. Yeah. Last time was buying socks. I think this one is your oldest yeah. story. <laughs> I that Get was done. So
2: it. I walked away. and said, okay, well, and maybe that $1,000 is gone or whatever it was but uh, yeah but anyway yeah I just sold it all the way up to uh, when it got to 20,000 and and then a top part yeah peaked out there and yeah so that's where I got rid of most of it.
1: So in Canada it's really hard to open a crypto wallet and put money I mean maybe a thousand two thousand but putting big money in crypto wallets is a bit hard like if you want to buy a million dollars in there it's it's just hard to get into that because of the regulation and stuff. I read recently an interview with one of the early (coughs) co-founders of Dogecoin. Mm -hmm. I don't remember his name, but his Twitter account is Shibunashi Nakoto or something like that. He's really funny in Twitter. Uh, Maybe they can put the, the Twitter account picture in the video. I was reading that, and he was a little bit. He said he's out of crypto space. He doesn't believe that crypto really serving what it was supposed to do. It means that stay away from the financial system and you know become a hedge or something as we see you know he was saying in the interview that you know when the market is weak crypto is weak too so it has really become a correlated asset with everything else but it wasn't supposed to be like that and it really lost its purpose um so i was never really uh, interested in getting any of them of course we Profited a lot from volatility of the crypto yeah. by trading AMD, XNET, Riot, 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 Mara, Mara, Mara yeah. this stuff, yeah. but coin I so.
3: or coin, yeah, <laughs> yeah. So we, was back know. holding on coin. Who Hood, really
1: Robin Hood is definitely yeah. up and down was because of crypto, yeah. but I'm I'm not. I think it, there is a there is a speculative value in it, but I don't. I still doubt that there is any intrinsic value in crypto market. Like Jared, for example, I have a question. Like Avalanche, you mentioned there is. This blockchain has a lot of uh, potential for a lot of applications. But what if someone else comes with a better blockchain, uh, you know, a so all the yeah. you know more efficient, better, easier to work, and then everything else can move into that. Like what happened? I remember Cardano. You said I read the white paper and I think it's really great, and I invested in Cardano. But you told me earlier that you know you're not in there anymore because the applications didn't really catch up with uh, Cardano
3: yeah and one of the simpler comparisons that a lot of people use is kind of like the early stages of the internet you know you're going to have different websites or just companies coming in saying hey look i'm doing something different or new i'm using the infrastructure that's been built and i'm trying this new thing people are either going to adopt it and love it and then maybe someone comes up with a better solution builds upon sort of the The shoulders of giants Um, or it becomes a mainstay you know you look at so like i said facebook for example myspace before it you know zanga before that just a social media platform by itself that's sort of the adoption phase that i think consumers and clients developers and even legislation to some degree all of that has to come together and there's going to be some outliers you know there's going to be people who survive if if the crypto market does survive.
2: Yeah, how many
1: altcoins are there out right now? Like I've heard something like 10,000 altcoins are out yeah, there.
3: Yeah, I think there's I think there's over 15,000 now. That's, I, I want to double check that. That's crazy. That's a means, lot.
1: Anyone, you know, it's essentially a micro community that, you know, someone can create a, a coin and push everyone, hey, buy 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 and pump it. And like what was the, the one that the like Squid Game?
2: Oh, uh, yeah, came in. Yeah, that yeah.
1: was the biggest. That, that if this is not a scam or Ponzi scheme, tell me what Ponzi scheme <laughs> is really. So Squid Game, everyone watching it, you create a coin, pump it up, and then dump everything, becomes zero. Someone makes a couple of million dollars. Mm. You know that's one thing that I really didn't get about uh, uh, these altcoins, and of course unlimited supply of a lot of these uh, altcoins. Yeah, like Bitcoin is maxed, you know, 21 yeah. million coin that we can be mined but some of these
2: have billions and billions, billions of coins
1: and billions yeah of coins. so what's the value in there these are the big question marks that i still have and i'm not very knowledgeable in the crypto market but as a trader i i always stayed away from directly trading them yeah
0: so you weren't in the squid game coin andrew no i wasn't <laughs> <say no. laughs> yeah it's um i mean I read on a stat that it says 85% of millennials or who are a millionaire hold Bitcoin. Mm. I mean, of course, I'm not saying one causes another, but it's definitely an asset class, at least Bitcoin. For I now, think it's here yeah. to stay. Yeah. And for us as traders, we've got to work around the volatility, find opportunities to make money. And that's, that's what it's, it's all about. But yeah, it's, uh, I'm sure Jared can go on and on and on when it comes yeah. to crypto. Yeah.
3: So. yeah good.
0: Yeah. uh, Let's wrap things up. We talked a lot about crypto market. We talked about Twitter, Elon, talk about a crazy week we had. Um, Gentlemen, uh, final words. What do you see next week? Uh, Because this is probably going to be our last uh, after hours for this year.
2: Well, Jared and I were just talking before the the show started, um, just making an observation that it seems like, you know, with uh, this new variant that's coming out, it seems like some of the lockdown trades that we saw, you know, back in early in the year are starting to catch a bid. So stuff like Zoom was hot today. We noticed, uh, you know, Peloton, which has gotten really beat up, was beat up, uh, yeah. was well in the green today. Yeah. Um, uh, Docu, which mm-hmm. is a stock that I'm still in from, uh, from Thursday. DOCU, again, another sort of stay at home trade. So uh, some of these trades seem to be catching a bid right now. And I think, uh, you know, we seem to be heading for more sort of restrictions, more lockdowns. And I think this is next week. I think we're just going to see more of a bid under these stocks. That's that's my thought. And uh, yeah, just more a little bit more volatility, more, uh, you know, more fluctuations in the markets as we go into uh, this last week before Christmas.
0: Wall Street needs their bonus. Come on, yep. we're waiting for a Santa rally. What's yep. going on,
1: Andrew? Well, if this is the last one, <clears throat> I mean, that was a great year for Bearable Traders in terms of uh, the growth of uh, our community and services that we provided. It was really amazing. Personally, for me, it was also an amazing year. And uh, yeah, I'm very excited for 2022. It went by really fast yeah. I have to say that it was like yesterday that uh, it was January and then we had the January 5th and then in Washington and then quickly, now we're in December, yeah. it really went by really fast. Yeah, was fast. But I'm, uh, yeah, I'm looking Lots forward. <coughs> Lots more good stuff
2: coming with bearable traders as yeah, well. Yeah, in no, new I'm year. Very excited, yeah, yeah.
1: Those guys in the back, if you can see them, they're working hard on yeah. <clears> some developing some more stuff. new tools yeah. and, uh, yeah, we are really excited for our community next year. We had a lot of new people added to the community this year and uh, in terms of uh, leaderships and mentors. And I'm looking forward to really expand the team next year, become better, better. <coughs> Jared uh, started the crypto, you you know, started adding more value and options. And yeah, there's so exciting. I mean, this yeah. is just the tip of iceberg in my opinion. And um, I'm, I'm really looking forward. Thanks to all members who what joined into the chat room, contributed to the community, participated in the discussions, um, YouTube for likes, dislikes, uh, subscribes, comments, and everything. And it's just, a sm- we are a small community. We want to be small and low profile and low key, but stay you know high quality. Uh, and I'm, I'm looking forward to next year. Well, thank you so much for our, every single one of you guys that were watching this video.
0: Andrew, when you usually say like and subscribe, people do. So would you say <laughs> it to the camera? No, 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 no. The, the
1: king of the YouTube is Thor. Oh yeah. The amount of like he gets, the comments, and the, the things that he gets. Well, and he deserves it because uh, if you watch his videos, so clean. He speaks with so much enthusiastic and uh, enthusiasm, and just yeah, he's a great he's trader as well. So he deserves to have that recognition. And most of my, in your recap, is usually just doing yeah. market open and we <laughs> want to yeah. do yeah. something like that, doodly doodly. Doodly
0: doodly. Next one, we're gonna get into the doodly doodly straight. <laughs> yeah. But on a serious note, like one of the reasons, um, first of all, thank you so much for adding me to the team. It's been, it's been a blast. And I've been learning so much from all the mods. And I really admire your mentality. You know how we started the talk, talking about your run? That's how we're going to finish it, I think. Your mentality of just pushing forward and adding new tools, the stock trading simulator, the new tool that we're working on. So there's more and more coming. And just you know, every day, what's next? What's next? And hopefully, uh, we can have as many people as possible in this journey with us. Yeah, you know, thank, thank you so much, guys, for having me on board as well. It's been, it's been a blast. Uh, last, but definitely not least, Jarrett.
3: Yes. Looking at market conditions I think next week is going to be sort of a wild ride. I'm, I'm putting a little bearish tone into the market here. I think, I think we've got concentrated risk in tech. I think it's going to be challenging moving forward and uh, it's, it's it's kind of a technical traders dream because levels are magic. You know, if you know how to read the charts you're, you're going to stay safe. If you don't, look out below. <laughs>
1: Yeah. What about personal and uh, business perspective, Jared, for next year?
3: Ah, for business side, I think the expansion of the tool set is going to be absolutely loved in the community. We have sort of that visual edge. It looks modern, looks clean. But if you add all of the education that we've already done, all we're doing is just reinforcing what has been taught. It gives people a way to basically engage with it dynamically. So I love that side of the business moving forward. Everything we're doing with crypto, I'm looking to expand that into next year. Hopefully I can get Andrew on board a little bit more. (laughs) And then uh, as far as Artie joining, I think I kind of felt initially like I was one of few who could speak language of options. So having someone else who's knowledgeable who puts a lot of passion into teaching it and basically shows his work um, I mean it's it's been a pleasure just watching your sort of uh, bi-weekly you know recap so uh, appreciate you joining I'm glad you're here and I look forward to working with you more I know we'll work more in the future
0: amazing thank you so much uh, thank you all for watching uh, I know I might not be as good-looking store but let's see some likes and subscribe definitely if you enjoy this next year we're going to have more guests coming uh we have this setup we got this office for this reason uh, there's going to be more recaps really really exciting stuff uh thanks for you know staying with us uh from me and all of the bearable traders community thank you and we'll see you in 2022 yes. cheers have a good one happy, happy holidays everybody, everybody. Bye. bye Excellent.